Uh, today we have a treat, and um, Rodney's going to, why don't you come up, Rodney, I want to talk about you. Yeah, let's give Rodney a hand. Woo! I want to talk about you for a second, though, all right? This man is a faithful man. He's a good man. And uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, after Friday night when they were over, Josiah was like, I had so much fun with, with Ken and, and Rodney playing pool and Chris. I had so much fun with them. He's like, Rodney is so encouraging. He's like, he just kept encouraging me. And I was like, that's who Rodney is. You're, not, you're never around Rodney for more than five seconds that he's not going to encourage you and talk about the Lord. And that's, I've known him for about 20 years now, and from day one, that's who Rodney has been. He's going to preach you a message about the Lord, and he's going to encourage you. And so I want you to know that I honor who you are, and I want, to, I want us to pray for Rodney. I want us to pray for his family, and uh, Rodney is a pillar, and hmm, he's carried a heavy weight for, for a few years. So Father, we just bless Rodney, and we bless his family. And we ask that you would do exceedingly, abundantly, and above all he can even ask or think of, that you would show great favor upon his life, that your presence would fill every area, everywhere he goes. May he see miracles and signs and wonders. May the testimony of his life continue to grow and increase. May he see people saved, healed, and delivered every single day of his life. May he have the fruit of the kingdom every single day of his life. I bless his family. I bless his sons and daughters, his grandchildren. We bless them all. We bless Esther in Jesus' name. Complete healing and wholeness in, in their family, God. We just break the enemy's attack on them, and we just thank you for your faithfulness. We ask for you to blow his mind, blow their mind. Amen. Rodney, I love you. Thank you. Let me give thank you a hug. Thank you. I love you. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thank you. Hey, man. Thank you, sir. You want this up here? Yeah, uh, yeah I'm fine. Okay. I don't know yet. All right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know... So, Gunn, just hang on. I was going to have him to pass something out. I hate these lights, but that's okay. Don't see that good anyway. His presence is right here right now. My message was, who am I? This morning, the Lord says, I know everyone that's here this morning. I know every need you have, and I'm able I don't care what anybody's told you. I don't know what the devil said. I don't care what you've been hearing, but you get back in my word and that's how you're going to find out who I am. If you need healing this morning, he says, I'm a healer. If you need encouragement this morning, he says, for you, because God's personal. That's what blew me away from a kid on up. I was 16 years old when God began to really start dealing with me. I've been in church my whole life. But he showed up one day at a party. And just begin to love on me. And I don't even know why. Because I wasn't looking for him. But see, he had a plan for my life. Thank God I said yes. I didn't understand at first. Two or three times he came to me and he and would ask and say something. I was at a party one time. And he just comes so sweetly like he always does. I'm about three sheets in the wind. I'm the, the laugh of the party, baby. And he says... This is how good God is. He didn't accuse me of one thing. He said, if I were to come right now, would you, would you, could I come in there and take you home with me? And walked away. Well, so much for the life. But I couldn't get away from it. And he did this two or three times. And I asked him one time, God, I don't understand this. I needed understanding. I didn't know that he had a plan for me. Personally, a personal relationship. 
I asked him one time, God, I don't, I don't even know why you're talking to me. I'm not even your child. But he had a plan and he never gave up and he just kept loving. He just kept loving and he just kept loving and I couldn't get away from it. And I'm still blown away because he loves me. He knows me and he still loves me. Come on. And he still has a perfect plan for my life. Unlike yours or yours or anybody else. The very minute you said yes to Jesus, he already had a plan intact. I don't care where you were. I don't care what you were doing. Something you said a minute ago. It's part of my message. When we give our hearts to God, the word of God says, old things are passed away. It's gone. You no longer have a past. You only have a future. We build on right now. I don't care what happened yesterday. I don't care what you were. You're a child of God. The word of God says when we come to him and we ask forgiveness, he said he will forgive us. Here's the best part. He will cleanse us. Did you hear what I said? Cleanse us, not just bathe me. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We have to begin to see ourselves as he does. I've got in the mirror before and looked and I'm saying, I can't do it. He said, I know. Never meant for you to. It's my plan. Here is my plan. If you'll follow me, we can do some things. Paul said, I can't do anything within myself, but through Christ, I can do all things. Every one of us that's here today, we didn't choose him. He chose us. So we don't have any bragging rights. You understand that? Well, you know, he did me because I had this. No, no, no. I wasn't even looking for him. But he had a plan, and he has, that's why we call it a personal relationship. Because he has a plan for every one of us. Every person walked in the door today, he has not only a plan, but he wants to do something for you. He wants to touch. He knows right where you are right now. Amen. He knows what you're facing. He knows what you're going through. And can I give you the best part? He has the answer. Amen. Because he is the answer. So many times in my life, I didn't understand, but I don't care about the understanding. I know whom I believed in. And I am persuaded that he is able. The year 2020 has been a crazy year, but it's been a glorious year for me. And it's crazy. Why? Because I followed him. Because I stayed in his presence. Because he had a plan for me. I got laid off the 10th of April. On the 8th of April, about 1.30 in the afternoon, my boss calls me in the office. And I'm walking in there and I get about as far as from me and Deborah. And as I'm walking to his office, the Lord speaks to me so sweetly. He says, you're about to be laid off. And when he said that, I felt a peace come over me like I haven't known in a long time. And I walked in his office instead of asking for, well, can we do this, can we do this? I began to thank him for the employment. I began to thank him for all the things he had done for me, for all the, the, the applications and the, the, just giving me a chance to work. And God let me know I'm with you. We didn't even have time to think about it. I didn't know what we were going to do. God has so taken care of us. It's, it's, it's absolutely crazy. I have been actually off of work for six months. And God has met every need. And it is really crazy. I'm only 66 years young. Come on. I feel 66 years young today. Ask me in the morning. Okay. But God has met my every need. It all started out when I was 17 years old. Four weeks ago, Pastor, I was laying in bed, and the Lord woke me up. He said, I want to take you for a journey. 
Come go with me. And he began to take me down life's alley and show me where he met that need. He touched that need. He did that for me. He's a personal God. He's not somebody way out there. He's right here, right now. When I was 17 and a half, almost not even 17 and a half years old, 1971, December the 7th, I was a senior in high school, about to graduate, so we'll get out in midterm. My father passes away on December the 7th, and it was about 2 in the morning. I went out in the back. We had a, about a half of acre of land behind our house because my father was a bricklayer, and walked out to the back and just raised my hand and began to thank him for being with me, for loving me, for giving me a father that showed me who he was. And he spoke to me so clearly. And he said, son, up until this very moment, when you needed something, where did you go? And I said, I went to my dad. He said, well, your dad's gone. But if you will let me, I will go. He said, I will be a father to you. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And I'll go with you to the end. And something that I was taught younger, you know, the word talks about the spirit doesn't always strive with us. I'm here to tell you something. He told me that he would be with me always. Now, he might not like some of the places I go. But either he's a liar, he's, he's who he said he was, and he's always been with me. Do you understand that? If he's with me, like the song says, he's just as close as the mention of his name. The word talks about said uh, uh, to, to lift him up and to acknowledge him. Trust in the Lord with all of your might. And lean. here's the problem we get into. I'm just going to be honest. I've learned the hard and maybe the easy way, Pastor. My way's not going to get the job done. Okay? My thinking, come on, dude. Compared to him, like I'm going to tell him what's right, what I really need. He said, no, don't lean on your own understanding, but here's the key. And after he said that, I think there's a period. Hello. He said, acknowledge me in all of your ways. Did you hear me? Your ways. He's talking to you this morning. He's talking to me this morning. And he said, I will direct your path. How much better does it get? He's always with me. I, I can stay in here all day. I honestly could. And tell you Time after time after time after time that God met my need and took care of me. I didn't know what to do. Like Jehoshaphat said, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are upon you, Lord. There's the key. Because he is the answer. Man, you hit it on the... Everything that was done this morning, God says, you know what? I got something to say this morning. And when he got through, I said, do you have anything else? He said, yeah, go ahead. He is here. And he is able. And he, the, the thing that blew me away as a young man, I grew up in the church. I saw the miracles. Never doubted the miracles. Never doubted what he could do because I saw it in my own life. I mean, my family's life. But I didn't know it was about personal relationship. I didn't know that I could stand before him. And him and I just talk. The word talks about Moses. We talk face to face. Brother, I know that's the kind of relationship you need. I'm telling you, and you can have it if you'll just trust Him. Take His Word. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. Lauren Daigle sang the song last year. I don't care what anybody said. What did Jesus say? What did He say? Nothing else matters. There might have been people when I got laid off said, man, He's going down. He's going under. And God said, no, He's not. He's my kid. 
I'm taking care of him. I'm taking care of him. I haven't worried about that. Jerry, I'll be honest with you. I wake up every morning and say, God, what do you want? Because I don't have any plans. I'm a free man. I even have choices. And if she doesn't ask me to do something, I'm going to get out and go do something. Because that's the kind of God that we serve. And it just blows me away that he cares so much about me that he'll stop heaven and earth for me. Hey, what do you need this morning? So many times he just loves on me and just encourages me. Why? Because I'm his child. And so are you. Everything that's in that book is for you. Everything from top to bottom, from one end to the other. Six months ago, I was in, in a, listening to my son preach at his church, and the Lord spoke to me so clearly. He said, open your Bible up. I said, okay. Turn to the page where it says presented to. You know, who gave you the Bible? I said, okay. Presented to Rodney Vell from Esther and family. Hey, that's awesome. And then he spoke to me so clearly. He said, that is my word for you. Hello, it's my Bible. That's my word for you. Every, he didn't say, oh, and I exclude John 3, 16. Exclude. No, no, he said, that's my word for you. And the sooner we understand and know that he lo- we can't imagine how much he loves. I really can't. It absolutely blows. I cry more than I do anything. Why? Because of his goodness for me. And I don't care about understanding. I just know. I just know. That's my prayer for fire life. All of you. I was thinking, I was telling Jared earlier, I was thinking this last week as I was preparing the message, which has changed, well, that's good, because so do I. And I was thinking about you youngins when we first came to the church in 2000. I was thinking about Jared and Mandy. I was thinking about uh, Mark and Amber. I was thinking about Chris and all this, and, and also uh, Kyle and all these young people. Well, at one point in time, you guys moved away. Now we're together. We're still a family. But so I haven't really got to see you really grow up in God like some of us, okay? And that's why my prayer, every one of you, to know him, to know him, to put it in everything. Like he said, acknowledge me in all of your ways. And you'll find in nine times out of ten, you may not even understand. I didn't understand, really didn't understand why I got laid off. I didn't even care because he was with me. He supplied every need that we've met that we've needed. I've had very few things that I've even, I've almost been work free. We had to look, look for a car in uh, the 5th of June. My car died on me. And so I began looking for a car. And as I began, and here's, I just want y'all to hear this. In every situation, the Word talks about the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us into all truth. Not just Bible truth. Everything we need because He is the truth. So I began to start looking for a car. Looked for three or four days. I got some prices. Because what we had to do, here's what we had to do. We had to do our part. Hello. And let God do His part. I can't heal nobody. I can't set nobody free. Hello, I can't deliver, but I can tell you about who can. Okay? So I began to pray, and, then, and, and for about four days, we looked around. I was sitting at home, and I had looked at two or three cars, had gotten two or three offers, prices, and one of the cars I looked at, the Lord spoke to me about 10.30 in the morning. I just wanted a car, okay? I really did. I just wanted a car. I didn't care, and I told God, God, you, don't, you know me, I don't care. And he spoke to me so clear, and he said, 
that Hyundai you were looking for, that ain't it. I said, okay. But he didn't say anything else. And I'm sitting there going, I just want a car. My wife went to bed. It was about 12.25, 12.23. And I went in the restaurant and was just standing there. That's my private place. You know, nobody comes and bothers you in there. And I said, God, here's what's so good about God. You can tell him anything. You can say anything. I'm telling you anything because, see, he knows my heart. I can fool Jared. I can fool Shagun. I can fool Shagun. Oh, he's pretty good. No. But, see, he said, I know him. And I said, God, here's the deal. I don't care what I drive, number one. Number two, I've got to know your will. I didn't have a job. I didn't know what I was going to do tomorrow. Really didn't worry about it because everything I have, and I'm just being honest, I'm not trying to be a big hero. Everything I've got is wrapped up in him. And I said, I don't care what I drive. I just want your will. That's all I want. I don't care about the rest. And I said, Lord, this is what's so good, Jared. You can say anything to him because he already knows your heart anyway. That's what's so good. And I said, Lord, I'm going to tell you truthfully. I feel like I'm all alone. I said that. That was Rodney saying that. But I said, Lord, can I tell you something? I know. I know that you're right here with me right now. And whatever you want me to do, you tell me. And I have a good photographic memory and the Lord brought to my memory the quote for the Toyota. And I can still see it today. I can tell you where everything was on the page. And I said, God, if that is, this is 1225 in the morning, on Thursday morning, the 11th of June. I said, if you want me to buy that car, because see, I want your will. I don't care about everything else. I'll drive an old beat up Volkswagen. I don't care. I've got to have your will. That's priority one in our lives. If that's the car that you want me to drive, I want that salesman to call me in the next 10 minutes. I hadn't talked to him since Tuesday morning about lunchtime. 12.25 when I asked him. At 12.32, the phone's ringing. Hey, this is Roger Toyota. So what do you, have you decided anything? He said, I just decided. I didn't lie to him because I just did. I just decided I'll see you within the hour. That's the kind of God we serve. And we will acknowledge him. And all, man, we need him. We need, those songs we sang this morning, we need him. He doesn't need us. We need him, guys. We need him. I don't care how you're set up financially. You need him. And the best part about him is he's got a place on his lap that has your name on it that nobody else can feel. And I spend a lot of time there. Why? Because I'm his kid. And he don't mind if I cry. Maybe y'all do. I don't really care about that. But he don't mind if I cry. Because see, he understands me. He knows me. And when you line yourself up with him, it's all good. It has to be. Because like you just said a minute ago, he is the way. The sooner we realize, takes everything else out of the equation. Multiple choice. This is not a multiple choice. For the child of God, he is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. For me, for you, for you, for everyone. And, that's, and the only way you find out, you have to stand upon that word. It don't, it's not enough to know. Okay? It's not enough to know. Knowledge without application is dung. Sorry. It don't mean squat. You can know you need to do something, but if you're still sitting there, guys, I don't really need to get a job. 
that's great. That's great. But until I get up and do something, come on. That's all you have. And it's just that simple. You don't have to beg for nothing because he's God and you're his child. I want y'all, if you don't hear anything else today, I want every one of you to understand you're his child. And he knows you by your first, middle, and last name if you have one. Okay? And he don't get it mixed up. He's not talking to Jerry when he wants to be talking to Kyle. Come on. Because he's a personal God. And he has a plan. Like it says in Jeremiah, I have the plans for you, saith the Lord. It's good to prosper you. To do good, not to do bad. He can only do good. Everything is not good. This, this is what absolutely blows me away, Jared, is because everything that I've read in that word, I have proven that word. You know what I find? It's true. And you know the best part? It worked for me. Did you hear that? It worked for me. Come on. And it will work for you, but not until you begin to apply. The only thing that moves the hand of God is faith. And all you got to do is say yes. That's all you got to do. Yes to his plan. Yes to his plan. When I was, I'm going to say this. I can't say I'm going to wrap it up. I never know. When I, was, when I was a young man growing up, I had a brother two years older than me. And he was very sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And I was just a little bit too cool for that, Jerry. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, right. And... But he didn't care. The one thing about him was very, kind of had a rebellious side, but the thing about him, if God spoke to him, he didn't care what anybody thought. He's going to march right down there and get on his knees and give his heart to the Lord. I wasn't. And then God started dealing with me. And then God started touching me. And then God, next thing I knew, I've given my heart to God. And then I'm taking a journey with him. And about four, maybe five, six years later, my brother made a statement one time. He said, he told people, he said, you know, Rodney's a good man and, and, and God takes care of him. And it kind of puzzled me, Jared, why? Lord, I love you and I don't, don't stop what you're doing. But I, I don't understand why. Why did you do these things for me and not my brother? He was the one that really, really, I, I felt like really was cared about you and really was, you know, sensitive. And I didn't have any idea what it was. I said, you don't have to tell me, but it's, it's just always kind of puzzled me. I don't care. Hey, don't knock off the blessings. I'm just asking, okay? It's just food for thought. And the Lord spoke to me so clearly. And this is what I want you to hear. You know what he said? Because you said yes to my word, to my will, to everything in your life. Because you said yes. I wouldn't expect him to say, oh man, you could, you could talk loud on anybody. Pray. No, he said, because you said yes. That's all you got to do. Let him fill the blanks in because you don't really know anyway. Amen. You think you need this. I remember in a, in, a, in a service one time, I walked in. I was in, used to be in the choir at the Gospel Lighthouse. And have you ever walked in the service and just out of it? You hadn't sinned. You just out of it. Maybe you didn't get your sleep out. I don't know. We got up in the service and it was up in the choir. I had my choir robe on and I'm sitting there and the Spirit of God begins to move and I'm just out of it. You know, and I told the Lord, I said, God, I, I'm sorry, but uh, I just don't feel like it this, this afternoon. You know what he said? I don't care. You worship me. See, because he inhabits his pra our praise, and he don't even need it, but he wants it. But see, when the praise goes up, the presence comes down. And I thought I needed this and I needed that, that I hadn't even talked to him about. I just out of it. But when I begin to worship him,
you ever been off the lighthouse, behind the, behind the choir loft is a baptistry. And when I come to myself, Jared, I felt like I was lifted up above the baptistry. And the Lord spoke to me so clearly. He said, where are your problems now, son? I said, I don't have any. I said, you know what I needed? I needed to get in your presence. That's all I need. If we'll stay in his presence and ask him, you know, waiting is not an easy thing, okay? Patience has never been a virtue, but it's a gift of the Spirit, so I guess I need to have it, don't I? But whatever you need, if you'll wait, if you'll wait, one of the neatest sayings that our pastor says that I can't get away from, and it just blew me away one day, he said, God is not keeping things from you. He's keeping things for you. He has a plan for every person sitting here under the sound of my voice today. He has a plan for you. That has nothing to do with me. has nothing to do with Shagun. has nothing to do with Max. Come on. It's for me personally that he hand-wrapped, that he hand-picked. And all I have to do is say yes. Follow him. The word talks about, that he says, if you're going to come after me, three things you're going to have to do. And this is the most important thing. You can blame everybody in the world that you want to about this or that or your problems or why I haven't. Let me tell you what your problem is. Like that stupid song that uh, Michael Jackson sang, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. It ain't the devil. Rain on him. He can't do, you know, the only thing that he can do and the only power he gives gets is what you give him. Because when God says healing's for me and the devil says, you're going to die, what are you going to do? You're going to take this out? I guess I'll just die. You can if you want to. I'm going to stand upon his word. Do you understand? I'm going to stand upon his word. And that's what he expects us to do in every situation of our life. And it's not that hard. It doesn't matter how you feel. I've had times I didn't feel nothing. But you know what? When you obey him, the feeling comes sooner or later. And who cares if it doesn't? I've had times when I've walked in here. The enemy's greatest uh, pleasure he thinks in me is I'll walk in here on Sunday morning and begin to worship the Lord like I always do because that's who I am. And he'll start telling me everything I messed up on last week. And you know what I do? I say, you know what? Okay, that's cool. I told the Lord, I said, I don't care. I don't care if I feel anything. Because you know what? You're worthy. Doesn't matter. I, I love the feeling. You're going to see me get the feeling. I got the feeling right now. Okay? But it's not about the feeling. It's about what he said. And what he said is enough for you to take to the bank. I tell people when I pray for them, what do you need this morning? Cash the check. Because he's already paid for it. Every, I don't care what it is. Everything you need was paid for at Calvary. And all you got to do is cash the check and it's called faith. I'll take it. You know, if I pulled my bill out right now and said, okay, the first person to come down here and get a $20 bill, and I laid it down, somebody come around and get it. You know why? Because they believed what I said. And Jesus is the same way. It don't matter how you feel. I've had him tell me stuff before, and it didn't mean a whole lot. But see, I heard the voice. Word says, my sheep know my voice. They won't listen to another. And it doesn't matter what you think. What did he say to you? And nobody else heard that. Come on, because number one, it wasn't for anybody else. It was for you. It was for you this morning. My prayer this morning is 
that you will know him, that you do know him. I think most of us here do. But see, I don't. I don't know, and I'm not God. But that's my prayer for you this morning, that you know him as your personal Savior. Me and Sagan are pretty good part buddies. We've been together for a long time. Me and Jerry, we're getting closer all the time. Chris, I'm kidding. He's a great guy. I, I'm absolutely looking forward to our relationship because he's a great guy. And you know the best thing about it? I got to tell you this. He's for you. He's for you. And I don't care what anybody else said. It doesn't really matter. See, he has a plan for you, and there is not one devil in hell that can stop it if you'll follow him. Amen. Come on. If you, unless you guys forgot, my Bible tells me that he is, that the devil is the father of lies. Now, why would we listen to him? And sometimes he says it, and it's convincing, but a liar is always going to be a liar. I wake up in the morning, I may not feel like nothing, but if God tells me I'm the righteous of God, guess what? I'm the righteous of God. If God tells me I can overcome, I'm going to overcome. If he says I'm more than a conqueror, because he said it. Where's, where's the source? It ain't me. It's not me. It's him. If you plug into the source, you can have what you want. But you got to plug into the source. And that's the key. There's better things for you. I'm here to tell you in the name of Jesus, there's better things. Because I know why. And I don't know that much about you. Seriously, we've talked a lot. But you know what? I know the God that I serve, and I know a whole lot about him. And it's the same with every one of you this morning. Every last, And that's all I want. Man, I want God's best. When I hear something happen to you, I don't care what it is. You know what my thought is for you? God give him the best. He has a flat tire. God sends somebody to change his flat. If he needs this, because he is the author. He is the finish. And the sooner we rise, we don't have to go 12 places. You want to go down to the bank and borrow money? Go ahead. I've done it before. But the last three or four times, I just said, God, I need something. And just that quick, because of who he is, not because of who I am. Because of who he is. Word of God says he owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and we're worried about getting 20 bucks from him. Come on, dude. I'm just being honest with you. I don't have any better sense than to tell you the truth. Because nothing else is going to fit anyway. Okay? But I want you guys to know, that's, 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 my, that's my desire, for you to know him. You know, that if we're sitting somewhere, wherever we are, and you just kind of feel a tug someday, and God says, hi, son, how are you? How are you today? See, that's the kind of God that we serve. Every morning, I woke up one morning years ago, and, and I was shaving. I don't get down very often. I just don't. I guess I don't have time for it. I don't know. But I don't get down. One morning I was shaving, I was so depressed, and I don't even know why. And I said, Lord, I don't know why, but I'm so down. He said, if you, if you were to see what I have planned for you, you would be shouting. Begin to shift gears. Why? Because I coupled myself with him. I took his word. And what he said, it didn't feel like it until he spoke it. But when he spoke it, everything. And we talked about that song this morning. When he walks in the room, I'm telling you, he's right here right now. When I didn't know if I was, if I was even going to get to preach and didn't care because I'm going to tell you something. You were right on, Jared. And I didn't care. Okay? You were right on. I said, Lord, just let me have a little bit. <laughs> I'm really, I'm kidding. Because see, I don't care. If, if you look at my notes, a lot of the prescriptions I, 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 that I have given you, they're there. But that's not what God told me. That's okay. I don't care about all that. All I care about is pleasing Him. If I pleased Him, and, and this is a kicker, in the spirit, 
All I want to do is see great things for every one of you guys, every one of you. When I hear somebody being blessed, we went over to Jared's house Friday night, and I got to see his new house. You know what I thought? The blessings of the Lord. God's faithfulness. I'm, I'm so happy for you. I don't know what to do. Don't appreciate you and your son beating us in pool the other night. But we got over it. We cried all night, didn't we, Ken? But hey, we lived to see another day. Had a great time. That's the kind of God we serve. It wasn't about what he deserved because he was saving something for him. Jared told himself, I don't think I even wanted a house. But God said, yeah, he do. Because it's my timing. Come on. And when God does something, he does it good. And it's not built on nothing but what he said. It's never convenient in the natural. But see, we don't deal in the natural. We do the natural and he does the supernatural. He says, what's impossible with man, it's possible with me. Because I'm God. All by myself. Nothing is too hard for me. And this morning, I'm going to wind up right now. And I'm going to ask you, what do you need this morning? Because he's asked me to ask every one of you. And he says, I'm right here right now. Jared, I was, uh, Lord gave me something to say a few years ago at the lighthouse during the service. And I shared it at the very end of, he told me, he said, I want you to call the people down. But before I do, I want you to tell them this one thing. He said, I have set the table. Whatever you need, if you need healing, there's your seat. If you need salvation, there's your seat. If you're just hungry, there's your seat. If you need deliverance, there's your seat. He said, I've got it all prepared, but you need to tell them one thing. If you want it, you're going to have to come down and get it. Because that's what stepping out in faith is. He said, I don't care. Lord, I'm going for broke because I know you're the answer and I need this and I can't do this. Nine times out of ten, we just give up to begin with. It'd be so much more fun. We just go out and play and he's taking care of it. And you come back in, you get a phone call and you find out he's already taken care of that. Cool. What did I do? I went and shot pool. That's the kind of God that we serve. Very personal. And here's the best part. I've said it before. I'm going to say it and then I'm going to give an altar call. He knows right where you are, where you are. He knows exactly what you're facing. And he feels it. That's the best part because he cares. I'm thankful it's not about what we deserve, the buddy system, but because he loved me, because he gave himself for me, he said, you know what? I paid the price. Why, why shouldn't he cash the check? Everything you need. And the very last thing that he spoke was the most important thing that you need to hear this morning. You know what he said? Just before he died, what did he say? It is finished. Not one stone unturned. I don't care what it is. Salvation, healing, deliverance, new car, money. Close relationship with God. Maybe a close relationship with, with you and your wife. I, I'm going to tell you something. The enemy is out to destroy the family. I'm here to tell you. If you haven't found out by now and looked around, he hates the family. He really does. Especially if you're living for God and especially if you're husband and wife. Hello, and have kids and especially if you're his kid. He cares about all of us. But the enemy's job is to destroy. If you think for one minute that he wants, the enemy wants anything good for you, you need to go back and read. Huh? 
My Bible said that he's come to do three things. It's called steal, kill, and destroy. But he, but he said, I said what I was going to say. And God said, it's my turn. But I have come. Hello. But I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. One more thing, I'm going to have the altar call. A few years ago, I was, was, list, was reading the Word, and the Lord showed me so clearly. I was reading where the Word talks about, if I be for you, who can be against you? And at that point in time, it's like God put a video in my heart. And we're standing actually right here. And, he, and the Lord is here in the service, and I was sitting out, and he said, Rodney, come here just a minute. I said, okay. Stand right here. And he put both hands on his deal just like this. And he said, if I be for him, you tell me who could be against him. And he's looking around. I want to know. I want. He said, son, if I be for you, nobody could be against you. And that's the kind of God that we serve this morning. Amen. That's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, and above anything that you need, ask, or want. And all you have to do is ask. So this morning I'm going to ask if there's something. I don't care what it is. The table's set. And it's up to you. You don't have to eat. I guarantee you, you set me a, a, a plate out with a steak, I'm going to be there. And Ken, don't get in my way. Come on. Because I know how you are. Do you understand that? It's for me. I heard a message the other night and he said, if God has something for you, it's not got anybody else's name on it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Because it's for you. And his promises are what? Yes and Amen. All of them. I don't care. I don't care what you're facing. You may not understand. That's okay. He does. Whatever you need. It's up to you. It's your choice. The table's set. The table's set. The table is set this morning. This day was, was, was I guarantee, was a set up. Because it was for you. Because he knew you were going to be here. I invited a couple people. I didn't think it was that important. But you know who I invited first? I invited the Lord. He'd been here all morning. <laughs> He'd been right here with me. <laughs> been right here with me. If there's anything that you need, we're not going to shake hands, clap, or come on down. If not, that's fine. But whatever you need. Whatever you need. Because he's here. And you're the loser. Can I tell you that? Everything he has in his word, okay, he's promised but it doesn't mean anything until you come down. And until you push that button called faith, it doesn't mean a thing. It good, doesn't mean a good thing. Word, Thank you. Good word. And I love you guys. And my prayer is that God's best for every one of you. Know Him. Seek Him. Chase after Him. Stay in His Word. And better than that, prove Him. Prove Him because that's what He wants.